Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Three, two, one, we're live. Folks, welcome to Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rosita, Robert, and Kat. It is the 12th of November, December, whatever. (laughs) November, girl, November. (laughs) November that we're on. And it is our fifth anniversary. Actually, it was yesterday. The fifth anniversary was yesterday, November 11th. But we are celebrating today, everyone. So, our program is going to open a little bit later. It's uh, going to be pretty much an open martial arts talk. Anything that's in the public regarding martial arts, and you can just call in and uh, and just uh, and just join the party. There's our number right there: three four seven six seven seven zero nine nine. There. And we've got a whole slew of people watching us already. We've got Angel Selena watching. We've got Lady Lilane Reed. Thank you. Thank you, lady, for the happy anniversary thoughts. We've got Rick Baird. Hi, Rick. How you doing? Don Baird is watching. Uh, John Lupo is asking, what kind of blank are you drinking? Don't know, John. I don't know. We got Sheena. I don't know, but I, I, saw, I saw a bottle in the background that said Jim Beam. What? <laughs> I'm I, looking behind Who me. is that guy? What the hell? <laughs> I'm looking behind me. Oh, <laughs> it's my oh, dit that jab. Really? It's my, my dit that jab. Check this out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this trauma liniment, folks. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we got Andrew Chin that's watching. Yeah. We've got Dirty D saying, let's do this. Uh, we got Lonnie Walker watching. Thanks for watching, Lonnie. Uh, we got Milton Acevedo, Dan Ross. Hey, Dan. Janie, Janie our, um, our big fan, our loyal listener, is also listening. So lots of people. So, you know, just um, hang tight, folks. We're going to do our first segment, and then we're just going to open the phone lines and let's celebrate our five-year anniversary. We're going to be talking a little bit about this, how we got the show started and um, how it's progressed over the last five years, because it's been a wild ride. Wouldn't you say, Bob? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Always going through changes. Our first, our our first probably three years, we were doing changes all the time. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Oh, oh I, I gotta bring up something that happened, Rusty. What's that? You know, as a married man, and I'm, I still haven't learned what not to say and what to say, as a lot of the guys know. Well, we were at this. this uh, I would love to know what that background noise is. <laughs> no <laughs> idea. Here. That's okay. Uh, no, and it's not Cat, and it's not you, and it's not me. I have no idea. It must be the phone line somehow. But yeah, so she, they were cleaning up the church today to where we had this vet thing last night where Michael Matsuda was there and a couple other guys. 
about 100 of us. Well, there was this eight, they, they ran into this 85-year-old man today. Mm-hmm. He was spry. He was happy. Well, well, Jenny's friend looked at, at this guy and said, oh, my God, what is your secret? He looks at, at both of them and goes, I'm single. <laughs> Jenny told me that, and I laughed. I don't think I should have laughed. It was it was hilarious. But as a husband you don't laugh because your wife yeah. doesn't know that the humor when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> oh my goodness. Rose Jimenez says happy anniversary and Janie says, Hey, hey <laughs> So all right this show rolling so we can get into the party a little bit later so let's go ahead and start with birthdays who do you have for birthdays there bob let's see for mo that's that's not it let's see where is uh oh did i not send you birthdays oh uh you did and i completely did i and it's it's not in my sent mail not. Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh wait, you, you, no, it's not. I I can go online and get it. Sorry about that. You know the the the, 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 the uh, love of uh, doing a live broadcast. <laughs> I'm sending it now. Here we go. There <laughs> oh, we go. Oh, you have them and didn't send. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, they, I I got done with them before I went online and I was like having like weird mic issues, like like normal, like normal. Like normal. Well, I've got them right here, I believe. Oh, that's not it. (laughs) I'll continue (laughs) reading. There we go. Well, on the 13th, we have uh, Sensei Laurie O'Connell and Chuck Sullivan, which was one of uh, Ed Parker's first black belts. On the 15th, we have Ed Parker Jr., and on the 16th, a longtime friend of mine, Tony Davis. And those are my birthdays for the week. All right. Let's find mine. Oh, hold on. Jamie says that Bob sounds like he's in a tunnel. So. It does a little bit. How about now? Does this sound better? I hope this sounds better. How about now? Does it sound better, Janie? Does it sound better, Janie? Give me a, give me a shout out out there because. We're hearing something completely different from what you guys are hearing out there, um, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> we're hearing we're hearing we're hearing everything okay. <laughs> All right. So let me grab my birthdays. All right. So today on my friends list we've got uh, Mr. K. Chen and uh, you said Jeffrey Finder already, right? I think. I said who? Jeffrey Finder, did you say Jeffrey Finder? No. 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 no okay. So Jeffrey Finder, Jeffrey Finder, and then uh, tomorrow the 13th, we already said since Laurie O'Connell. Um, it's also Stephen Harkins and Robert Boyers today. On the 14th, we've got Joseph Dara, Aaron Irons, and Bruce Lockwood. On the 15th, it's my cousin's birthday, Crystal Gale Estacio. On the 15th, and Yay. on the 16th, yeah, and on the 17th, another one of my cousins, Julia Christina. And then on the 18th, we've got uh, Grandmaster Anton St. James from Dos Pares. 
Uh, we've got Eddie Coex and Oi Chang, a Wushu uh, practitioner here in Seattle. And Kat, who do you have for some birthdays in there? Well, um, somebody who started the Tap Out T-shirt line, one of the three guys who used to tell, sell their T-shirts out of a van, um, <clears throat> Damon Caldwell, he started the Tap Out T-shirt line. And oh, uh, it's his birthday today, in fact. Wow, that's cool. We also <laughs> have uh, one of my friends, Pat Worley, <clears throat> and James Wilbur, he's a longtime martial artist and friend of mine, and Gabe Wolf Vigils on the 19th. Um, and also Troy Dorsey, if anyone knows who that is. He was a world champion boxer as well as a world champion kickboxer. Nice. Very cool. So for everybody, a birthday this week, this team is for you. We sing happy birthday to you. And may all your dreams come true. Well, everybody. All right. Announcements. Um, we've got some new people that came and joined us online. We've got uh, Corey Leverdur watching. Tony Archibek is watching. Uh, Robin Ingram is watching. Dennis Hallmark is watching. And who else? Rick Harrison, Thaddeus Kozakowski. And, um, and I think that's it for now. And uh, we got some word that's um, that cat apparently is echoing, but that's I think that's just on the phone end. Oh, I guess it would help if I bring up their mics. <laughs> yeah, good choice. Yeah, good choice. We're gonna bring up their mics. How's that? All right, let's get to announcements. Do you have any events or announcements on your end over there, Bob? Well, actually, I do. Uh, a, a few of them actually that I just thought about. You know, nice. it took a while. You know, you, you always visit, when you come down, you visit the Martial Arts History Museum. And we do a lot of events with Michael because we support his museum. Well, he's right. starting to listen a little bit more. He's starting to get out <laughs> into the community with my wife's help. So he's doing this large event, which gathers about 20,000 people. 
where they closed off. You, you know where Portos is on Hollywood Way in Magnolia? Yeah. They closed that part of Magnolia off for like 10, 15 blocks. And wow. it's called a holiday in the park. Well, this Friday, the 17th, Michael's actually got a booth set up, and he's going to bring some puzzle mats, and Art Camacho is going to do some uh, uh, stunt fighting uh, demonstrations, which is going to be really cool. Now, mm-hmm. after that, at the museum at 2319 West Magnolia Boulevard on the 2nd, we're having a Christmas party, hot luck, and Art Camacho book signing, which is going to be really cool. The cost <clears throat> of entrance is something to share, food, drinks, salads, appetizers, whatever, to, to, to bring with you. Uh, and that, that'll be a pretty cool night. Now, after that, and I'm still in, in discussion about with Michael what we're going to call this next event. Uh, last year, well, not last year, still this year, February, we had a telethon for the museum on uh, the weekend of the 10th of February, and we raised about $7,000. But it was called a telethon, but we did not have one phone call. Everyone donated on the web. So we may call it, end up calling it a webathon. And the way it's going to work is we're going to do two 12-hour days from 6 a.m., to 6 p.m. That's going to be a lot easier on you and I and and Jenny and Michael. So we don't have that 24-hour thing. Remember, oh, my God. And then after the 24 hours, we went and had a steak. It was cool. (laughs) We went to Sizzler. It was great. Yeah. Uh, So those are really the events. They're all history museum related this time. Uh, But we've got some really cool events happening. And uh, if anybody knows it, I don't know if anybody does or not, Michael is getting a grant from the city of Burbank to try to cover the cost of Dragon Fest, which wow. is really cool. Now, here's the thing that sort of works. It's funny because everyone who sits on the panel for, they call it the Burbank Hospitality Committee. They're a group who, who gives away the money to nonprofit organizations. Every, mm-hmm. like, it's like a group of five Four of them are hotel managers for hotels in Burbank. Their concern is, how many people are you going to bring to us and, and have them stay at our hotels? See, that's their concern. So Michael had to come up with numbers, how he sold out his block of rooms to the Marriott and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they, he doesn't know what he's getting. They give away a maximum of $40,000. He knows and has been made aware of that he's getting something. He just does, does not know how much yet, which is actually a really cool thing. And he really thanks my wife because my wife got him involved with the hospitality committee, getting all the forms together, and introducing him in there and that sort of thing. So we have some really cool stuff happening. Yeah, that's going to be cool. So keep uh, Yay, that's pretty awesome. For, yeah, yeah. Keep tuned in, folks, for uh, more information about the upcoming telethon. And the, uh, when is the when is the holiday party again? Or oh, the holiday party is on the on the second of December, and the telethon is on, going to be on the sixteenth, seventeenth. Okay, so keep tuned in for that. Um, we're hoping to probably get a a, a few uh, 
live feeds from Bob there, who's probably going to be, who's most likely going to be at the party, because, you know, why miss a good party at the museum, right? But, uh... Exactly, exactly. Exactly. But me and Bob and Kat are going to be at the, at the telethon, so stop on by, and, uh, join, join the fundraiser. <clears throat> cool. All right. Where are we at now? We are at... We're at health news. We're at health news. I, I just gotta find my I gotta find my health news stinger here. Where'd it go? I lost my health news. Ah, uh, boo. Hold on. Oh, don't lose <laughs> your health news. Uh, oh, here we go. Health news. Damn. Oh, see, it didn't work. There you go. Work out. All right. So. Studies are showing that uh, your internal, your body's internal body clock can help you feel better. So, circadian rhythms control your sleep and wake cycles, as well as guide essential bodily functions, including metabolism, blood pressure, and even the individual cell level work done by your genes. In fact, each of your cells has its own biological clock, which is synchronized via temperature, hormones, and other body cues, while the entire clockwork symphony is coordinated by a single conductor, a master clock in your brain known as the hypothalamic, I can't say this, suprachiasmatic uh, nuclei. <laughs> See that 10 times fast. <clears throat> anyway. That 10 times fast. That, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> now, See, she did it really easy. <laughs> studies have shown that disruptions of our body's clockwork contributes to diseases as diverse as cancer and diabetes. Recently, scientists have begun to wonder if the opposite might also be true. Could healing be guided by this clockwork as well? Two new studies support this idea, widening our perspective and encouraging us to consider timing is essential to the process of recovery. Now let's talk a little bit about the timing of injury, quote unquote. Wounds, such as burns and cuts, heal nearly 60% faster when the injury occurs during the day rather than night. A new study published Wednesday in Science Translational Medicine found. Scientists from the Medical Research Council Laboratory of Molecular Biology in Cambridge, England, analyzed the records of 118 burn injury patients who had been cared for in England and Wales. Now, they found that burns that happened at night between 8 p.m. and 8 a.m. took longer to heal than burns that occurred during the day between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. The researchers found an average of 28 days compared to only seven days of um, um, injury healing. <clears throat> now, one reason for this faster daytime healing was that skin cells moved much more quickly to repair the wound site when the body clock was set for daylight, the team said. Within individual cells, the speed was driven by increased activity of proteins that are, uh, that are involved in cell movement and repair. Interesting. Now, <clears throat> Dr. Ned Hoyle, the lead author of the paper of um, uh, of this study, 
in a post a fellow at MRC Laboratory says, one of the main jobs in these cells in a whole animal is to respond to wounds by moving into them and secreting proteins to repair the damage. Um, the, research believes, the researchers believe this healing process is driven by individual cells' internal circadian clocks and not signals transmitted through the body. Boyd also speculated that cellular clocks at the site of the surgery could be adjusted to the best time for healing before an operation, while more generally, the time of surgery could be scheduled to coincide with each patient's biological time so that larks or early risers could see the surgeon in the morning while owls or late risers would be treated in the afternoon. Um, there's a lot more to this story, but that's kind of the gist of it. Um, and uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, post a link uh, to this on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. So that's it for the, for the health news. Let's move on to Bob. Weird News. All right. What do we got for Weird News? Oh, hold on. <laughs> Rossi, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? What's going on? I hear you, Rusty. Okay, so Bob can't hear me. Okay. Well, this happened Uh-oh. last time. I can't hear Bob either. <laughs> yeah. Bob, are you there? Bob? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, Ruh-roh. no. Ruh-roh. Where did Bob go? <laughs> Bob? Are you on mute? Can you hear me, Bob? What's going on? I'm going to have to text him real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Text him and see what's going on. Bob, can you hear me? And hear you. <laughs> All right. So, I, oh, he dropped. Okay, he's going to call back here in a second. Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait. Yeah. So, such is stuff on live broadcasts. Because <laughs> you never can tell what's going on with the... Uh, with phones and stuff like that. So <clears throat> we're going to wait for him to call back. And then we'll go from there. And yeah. meanwhile, Rusty, you moved into your new place yesterday. And yes. Yes. haven't had a chance to really settle in yet, but how are you liking your new place so far? I'm liking my new place. Um, so yesterday, folks, the actual anniversary of the show, I spent the whole day moving. And you guys know how it goes, you know. Um, and for the life of me, I always, I always have to remind wow. myself to never say, "Yeah, packing up my room is only going to take a couple hours." Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. wrong, wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, Bob's back. Bob's back. I, I have no Hi, idea what happened. All of a sudden, you got you were gone, and I tried to fix it, and I had to hang up and call back. So yeah. I'm back. So where were we? Okay. Weird news. We're on weird news. Okay, cool. Here we go. Weird go ahead. news. Got it. All well, right. Weird believe news. it or not, this happened in Alabama. 
An Alabama, Alabama. jury, Alabama, an Alabama, Alabama jury has decided that the, uh, uh, the Army veteran who broke his hip while picking out a watermelon at a Walmart should store should receive seven point five million dollars for his injuries. Retired wow. Sergeant Henry Walker was 59 in June 2015 when he went shopping at a Walmart in Phoenix City, Alabama, the, leg- the Ledger Inquirer reports. As Walker reached for the watermelon, his foot stuck in the side of a wooden pallet under the, under the display. That led, to hit to him to, that led him to fall and shatter his hip, according to court documents described by the Washington Post. Walker's attorney, Sean O'Hara, said the injury permanently changed his client's life. He used huh. to play basketball three times a week and must see a must use a walker to get around. Walker used or Walker sued Walmart for negligence and wantonness, arguing the store had not kept its premises re- reasonably safe. Hmm. Jurors were shown security footage from the same store that showed several other customers had also caught their feet in the pallet, according to Al.com. This past Wednesday, the jury awarded Walker $2.5 million in con- to, to compensate his damages and $5 million in punitive damages. Walmart wow. had called those amounts excessive in light of the facts and said it plans to appeal the decision. Wow. 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 So <laughs> John Lupo says, hmm, Alabama. And uh, this is the state where we train our astronauts in. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's move on to our entertainment. All right. What do we got for entertainment news? Well, can, can we sort of agree from the last 15, 20 years, O.J. Simpson has, pro- has proved to be an idiot? We can, we can pretty much all agree on that, right? He's, I think he's we've not, always known he's an idiot. Yeah, always. <laughs> but he was less of an idiot when he was playing for, for the Bills. But he doesn't realize that if he has any interaction with police right now at all, he goes back to prison. That's right. For, for, for parole violation, all that. Well, it looks like OJ's livid over reports, presumably TMZ's, that he was banned from a cosmopolitan from the cosmopolitan hotel in Vegas for life after getting drunk at a bar and being belligerent to hotel staff. Since his challenging oh, story, they broke that he was at the clique bar at around midnight Wednesday when he was when his drunk when he drunkenly started arguments with hotel staff who called security after glasses broke. Security escorted Simpsons out of the building where he is now person non grata. Simpson was was leaving his lawyer's office Friday when he uh, bristled when he looked at the story saying it was totally untrue. He claims nothing happened but doesn't explain why the hotel would have banned him for life. TMZ was told he had been frequenting 
bars at the Cosmo since his release from prison. I don't know. Who do we believe? TMZ or OJ? (laughs) I don't think you even have to think about that one. No, that was real tough. (laughs) Somehow I'm not surprised. (laughs) I'm not either. I saw the story and said, it makes sense. Yeah, (laughs) it does. It just makes no sense. Makes no sense whatsoever. Oh, <laughs> all right. Um, anything you want to add to anything there, Kat, before we take a short break? Uh, nothing that I can think of at the moment. All right. Well, let's do this real quick, folks. Let's uh, go ahead and take a short break. And when we come back, it's our fifth anniversary party. Yay. So give us a call. Um, our number is I know, right? Our number is 347-677-0699, and our number is right here, 347-677-0699. And um, uh, try to hold on, folks, because it always seems that uh, when we have these anniversaries, everybody calls in. So, you know, hold on. Uh, don't hang up. Stay with us. And uh, we'll be right back after this, folks. Don't go away. <laughs> Where's my drink? If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on it. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Dear parents, much of what we learn in this world comes directly from you. Whatever your message is, it will become part of us forever. Please teach us to accept one another. Teach us to respect one another. Please, do not fill our minds with hatred. Do not expose us to bigotry. Do not teach us to judge each other by race, religion, orientation, or the color of our skin. Teach us the concept of tolerance. Teach us to understand one another. Teach us to accept people of different cultures and persons with different beliefs than yours. Please help us to create a world where every man, woman, and child is treated equally. Dear parents, please don't teach us words of hate. We learn from you every moment. If you use certain words which might be hurtful to others, we will repeat that word. Please don't show us acts of hate. If you act against people of different faiths, we will repeat your actions. Dear parents, we are your children, and we are relying on you to help us create a world where every person is tolerant of one another. Inside this little Burbank building, this is the first museum in the world dedicated to martial arts. It, it really reflects on the style and the, the philosophy of each and every different culture. White eyebrow kung fu, monkey kung fu, the animal styles, Shaolin. Talking about the ninja here. Japan had the samurai. Here we go into our Korean section. In fact, every corner of Asia and the Pacific has its own martial art. It'll be an absolute shame if one day you ask a kid and he doesn't know who Bruce Lee is. From the history of the Japanese samurai to the artistry of anime, Enjoy a look into Asian culture by visiting the Martial Arts History Museum in Burbank. 
Hi, this is Frank Duke. This is T.J. Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Do you have an idea for a guest or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show? If you do... You can email your suggestions and ideas to dynamic dojo radio host at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. All right, and we're back. If you're just now tuning in, this is Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Talk TV with Robert and Jeff. And where's somebody driving right now? Oh, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the nightlife, Robbie. I'm just I'm just driving up up and just gonna park and relax. Oh, there you go. Yay! But now <laughs> I want to ask you something. Have you ever seen those? Uh, they're like lenses. They're like almost like telephoto lenses, and they clip onto your phone over the camera. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I order, I ordered one online today. I just get a, in, in about two weeks. I, oh, I don't nice. know how they work. I was just curious. It was only nine dollars plus four dollars shipping. Well, I think those lenses lenses can act like you know macro lenses, where you know where you can like zoom in really you know really tight without the weird focus issue. On the phone? Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be really good quality, but that's marketing. That's what yeah. they're saying. It's supposed to be really good quality, HD quality, but who knows? It could be, yeah. you know how those those things come through the mail and they're like a toy when you get them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joe you know? says, Joe Franklin just wrote in and he said, they zoom really far. So, and I think some of these lenses also have a, can have a, a wild, a wild, a wide field of vision, um, as well as being in um, really far, like macro size, that kind of thing, um, and uh, all that other cool stuff. So I thought about getting one, and I thought, eh, you know, maybe I'll know somebody that will get one. Well, you get to tell me how it is. <laughs> yeah, so maybe when when I get it, I'll use it until you have the pictures come out. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. Go. So thanks, so thanks for the info there, Joe Franklin. He said they zoom in really far. So it is our fifth year anniversary, folks. It was actually yesterday, the 11th, but we're celebrating today because that's when we air. We air on Sundays. So give us a call, 347-677-0699, and join the party. Say hello and, and join us and stuff like that. And uh, Joe says, with one of those lenses, I want to try to get one to get pics of the moon. Wow, that's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good idea there. So why don't we go ahead and get the uh, um, conversation started? Oh, thank you, Joe. Joe says, happy five years. Let's go ahead and get the discussion started with how the show got started. So. You want to tell this story, Bob, or shall I? <laughs> well, hell, of course you ask that question. Well, I've got this big-ass plane going overhead. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
I'm going to keep talking because it's going to go away. Uh, we don't hear it all that much. How did it get get started? It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. We were talking. You were already on a show. You were on Modern Combat Masters with Grandmaster yes. Daryl Sargent. And he so, just got on the line with us right now. you doing Grandmaster nice. Hey, Daryl. Hey, so, just got we, on we the We were uh, talking, and... and you you started thinking, wow, this guy's really funny. Which, by the way, except for my kids, I am pretty funny, damn it. <laughs> so, I thought, why don't we do our own show? That's right. And we didn't really talk that much about it. We didn't talk yeah. really about format. But you had an idea, and you know what? Your idea never came to fruition. Because things changed immediately. Yeah, yeah. You said, oh, let's have a guest. Let's have a guest a month. I think that was your idea, right? Right. Let's have a guest a month. That never worked. <laughs> we were having guests sometimes. Sometimes there was one time, like three years ago, we had uh-huh. six consecutive guests week after week after week. Yep, that's right. But and when I said let's start our own show, you're saying okay. Two days later, it was booked. Yeah. For the 11th mm-hmm. of, of November, uh, 2012. Yep. Two days later, it was it was cool. And and I I don't remember how we started talking about it. I think I think it was after you were a guest on Modern Combat Masters with uh, uh, Grandmaster Daryl Sargent and myself, or I had asked you if you wanted to be on the show. I I forgot when it was. Um. And we started talking about the show, and I was talking about how I really liked coming back into the broadcast system because um, I I was heavy into the broadcast system, na- namely more so radio than um, the back end of TV uh, back in high school and college. And I and I missed that. It had been like you know thirty something years since I had done any broadcast work, and so I jumped at at Grandmaster Dell show. Uh, to help him out, and uh, I was telling Bob about all this, and Bob goes, just like he said, just like he said, well, why don't we have our own show? And I said, wow, why didn't I think of that, <laughs> right? <laughs> and we got off the phone that night, and uh, I think that night I started uh, I started uh, putting together some stuff, and I I. I don't remember if we both came up with the name or if I just said, this is the name. What do you think? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and that was it. And, for, uh, well, also, for those who don't know, you, you started with Grandmaster Daryl a little over five years ago. And you didn't meet until 2015. Yeah. We didn't meet in person. You, did, you, had no, you didn't even know each other personally. Well. Yeah, well, I mean, we did, but we didn't meet each other physically, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and, and since then, the the show has uh, gone through several renaissances. <laughs> so, like, um, for example, like Bob was saying, you know, I wanted just a guest a week, and we were just, or a guest a, sorry, a guest a month. month. And we wanted... To um, just talk about martial arts subjects, um, everything from questions posed by students to 
um, discussions with uh, instructors on how to market their, their schools and and stuff like that, instructor tips, and sharing drills and, and stuff. And <clears throat> after our first guest, Lindsay Largusta, and we're going to get into uh, I want uh, Bob and I to tell that story here in a second. After our first guest, we we just happened to to just start booking guests like either once every other week and and uh there was you know that period some years ago where it was like week after week after week after week i think we were three months out or almost that almost like that either that or we had names that were three months booked and we had to go okay are, are you free or not or whatever and um and that and that's pretty cool and you know back then we well actually let me let me back up. Let me back up. Um let's tell the story, Bob, about how we chose our first guest. <laughs> oh, do, do you do you really want me to do that? Okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> A couple of years prior, I think two thousand nine, two thousand ten, I had met at one of the Masters Hall of Fans where my buddy Greg Woldridge introduced me to T Mac, the star of the last dragon. So right. I thought that would be sort of cool. Let's have him as our first guest. And I had to jump through some hoops. I had to contact his publicity manager. I had to contact this guy and that guy, and they all got back to me. Well, Saturday, and this guy is not getting back to me. So I'm freaking out. It's our first show. It's our start flagship show. We got to do really well. Well, he didn't get back to me. Saturday. He con Tamac himself contacts me and said, "Okay, I'm ready to do it." And I'm like, "Tamac, with all due respect, you can go screw yourself. I got another guest because we couldn't wait any longer." <laughs> I was, of course, very respectful about it, but that's right. what I felt like saying. Yeah. And right. I will to this day, and to ten years past this day, I will never regret contacting Lindsay Largus to be our guest. Exactly, exactly. I was going to say the same thing, but I was going to say, you know what? I will never, ever, 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 ever um, say that I ever regret the, the, the choice that you made to tell KMAC to go, you know. <laughs> so, hey, we have somebody. Why do you want to wait, like, the day of or the day before or whatever, right? Um, right. And, yeah, because right after that show aired, two days later, because we aired on a Sunday – and Sifu Bob called me on a Tuesday night, and I was in the middle of class. It was, and it was that, I, I don't mean to correct you, but it was Thursday night. Was it Thursday? Okay. So yeah, it was okay. Thursday night. I know, I know it was a tea, a tea day or whatever. A tea, but a tea day, nice. Tea day. And uh, anyway, he called me on, uh, on, thurs, on a Thursday night, and I was literally standing in the middle of the class, and I thought, I should pick this up because he knows I'm teaching. He wouldn't call unless it's something important, right? So I picked up the phone, and after he told me that Grandmaster Largusa had passed, I just stood there in the middle of all this din of the class, and I was just like, what? We just talked to him, like, just days ago. What? What's going on? It was, uh, it was quite a shock. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think there was a reason why that whole thing with KMAC, you know, happened the way it did, because I, I know, absolutely if, believe that. 
yeah, I, I, I'm a firm believer in that it had to have happened the way that it did. But, uh, yeah, now, John Lupo had, write, um, had written here <clears throat> just a couple of minutes ago. He says, usually you don't get martial arts discussion shows this casual in referring to our, our, our show. Usually they're so serious and by the book, and that's kind of off-putting to non-martial artists like me. So, <laughs> so thank you, John, for um, the word of encouragement there. And he says, and Joe Franklin says, this show is really cool. Thank you so much. Um, Aw, that's nice. Yay, yeah, Joe, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, Grandmaster Daryl Sargent had written in, and he says, congratulations to you both. Very happy for you guys. Blessings. Um, hey, Joe Lennon. How you doing, Joe? <laughs> um, and uh, John Lupo says you may have been his last interview. And uh, you know what, John? I do believe we were. I do believe we were his last interview. And uh, we're going to treasure that first episode for as long as we're on the air. And uh, all three of us hope to be on the air for a very long time. So, um, and I'll be posting that um, that uh, that audio only episode on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page um, a little bit later. So, but yeah, you know, since then we've gone through a whole bunch of changes, and let's try this, let's try that. I mean, what are some things that we tried, and what it was? What are some things that we kept, Bob? Okay, well, we tried dumb lines for a while. Which was that actually was cool. a really cool segment. That was a cool segment. That was uh, cool. And and it was really fun. And I've told this story. You've heard this story a million times. When you start, and you've done this to me before. When you start telling me the ending of the story, I know you. I know you've heard it before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was funny. I, yeah. When you yeah. you actually you've actually ended my stories sometimes because you've heard them so often. So <laughs> you remember at the beginning. I always had a story. I always had a funny tidbit of something that, that was real and that really happened to me. Right. And it was always my family. My family was doing some funny stuff. And mm-hmm. I had to share it. I was, I was obligated. Now we had our own show. I was obligated to share this little bit of, of information. Now, as I was sharing it, and, you know, I lived in a house at the time. My daughter came out one day and said, Dad, you have to stop sharing. You have to stop talking about us on the radio because it's an invasion of privacy. Really angry. I looked at her and I said, then move out. (laughs) She stopped doing funny stuff around me. Go figure. (laughs) Because she knew it was going to end up on the show. And right? all some funny stuff over the years. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it got Absolutely. so bad, Rosie, that Jenny started looking at me after she did something I laughed at and said, don't you dare use it on the show. <laughs> That's right. Don't you ever, don't you use this on the show. <laughs> and and no, I, I, I also got so bad when I looked at her, sometimes after she did something funny, I go, there's show material. <laughs> and then she gives you that look. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know that's um, that's sometimes how we've chosen our show subjects as well, where something happens to us 
you know, like, I don't know how many times I've been, you know, driving down the road or something happens in class or some student says something that, like, sparks some idea or whatever. And I'll text Bob and go, hey, what do you think of this? Let's talk about this. Or Bob will do the same thing. He'll text me and go, hey, you know, what do you think of this? Okay, let's talk about it. You know, let's see if we can find people. Or we can just open open the phone lines and just uh, work on it that way. And, uh, yeah, and it, and it so far so good, knock on wood. Works really well. Yeah, I think the openness is one of the best ways to go. And just being open like that, I think it's it's so much a much better way to go. Yeah. 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 Opposed to right, or we or we pick subjects that everybody wanted to talk about, like like Rosie teaches kids. So we that was the show. How to teach mm-hmm. kids. In fact that's been right. the, the subject that's been the topic of several subjects. Yeah. Yeah, how to teach kids. We've had uh, massage therapists and chiropractors on the show to talk a little bit about um how how those kinds of treatments can really help martial arts and stuff like that. We've had, oh my goodness, there have been so many, so many subjects. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to go look on our record here to, um, to see some of the subjects and, the, and guests that we've had on. So I'm going to oh, go. Very cool. you, you do that. And I'll, I'll, if it's okay, I'll just talk for a little bit while you're doing that. And and when if you need to just interrupt me. How's that? Okay, let's let's do it. I'm gonna go look. Okay. Uh, some of the things, and the only reason I'm doing it this way is I know it, it may take a while to look through the old uh, the archive shows. Uh, yeah, we're available on, on iTunes, which I love. The fact that we are. I have just I have contacted iHeartRadio about going on iHeartRadio. We may be mm-hmm. too small for them. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully they'll give us at least a look or a, a thanks, but no thanks kind of thing. Uh, right. We have, this didn't start until I think the second or third year, we have kept birthdays. And it was funny how that worked out that we were having some kind of event or show or, or something to do with the Masters. And right. Tommy Bogansky contacted me and says, man, Bob, I can't call into your show about the masters because it's my birthday. I said, mm-hmm. that's a hell of an idea. Yeah. Let's start announcing birthdays. And it was all because of what Tommy said to me, which yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, what I'm getting here on my stats is 490 published episodes. <laughs> wow. In five years. Wow. Oh my God. That's amazing. 490 published episodes and over 77,000 listens. So, yeah. It's, uh, Isn't that amazing? Cool. <laughs> Isn't it that, is. like, so cool? It is. It is. So our first guest was Lindsay Largusa, and our second guest was uh, Robert Parham. And, um, and uh, right, after, right after our second guest, we started going – we started um, – uh, branching out into discussion subjects, like um, our first one for discussion subjects was alternative therapy and athletes, and that aired um, on the 25th of November, 2012. And uh, then we had Chris Gadamian on the show, and uh, and then in December we decided to play around with open open forum, open floor, and at the time we called it Rant Raven Rap. 
So you can rant about anything, you can rave about anything, you can talk about anything, and it's just an open floor. And uh, okay, and that and that's one of the, the one of the things we did keep over all five years is rant, rave, and rap. We never mm-hmm. changed that. Yeah, yeah, rant, rave, and rap. Uh, sometimes I call it open floor or martial talk or whatever, but it's always in my head going to be rant, rave, and rap, where you can talk about anything. And I think that's kind of what Bob and I wanted. We didn't wanted a martial arts show, but we didn't want to be, you know, bound by it and, you know, handcuffed to, or we have to only talk about martial arts, you know, because we found that anything that we talk about will, in a roundabout way, um, relate to martial arts, <laughs> no matter what we're talking about. <laughs> so yeah, that was um, the ninth, uh, the ninth of December when we started our first open floor, um, and we've had guests like uh, Wes Bennett. Oh my goodness, he, he's so funny. We've also had uh, shows that brought in people from other martial arts, uh, and we would talk about the similarities as well as the differences between the martial arts. Um, on the twenty third of uh december 2012 we had a discussion about the um, the differences and similarities between east and western martial arts training so western meaning you know like uh uh european uh sword play and stuff like that. so we had um some fencing instructors come on and talk with us uh we've also had uh, your good friend bob soke Greg waldridge on uh we talked about tai chi we brought out Tai Chi masters to talk a little bit about it, which reminds me, Bob, we should do that again because it's been it's been a while since we've actually brought together some Tai Chi people. Um, uh, Grandmaster uh, Doug Wong and Master Kerry Wong. Uh, we've also talked about beginners' perspectives in the martial arts. Uh, we've had uh, uh, Laurie O'Connell on on the show. Um, who came on February of 2013, and um, we thought that was going to be different because uh, that it should be different because, you know, everything's BJJ. So it was interesting to bring out someone of a traditional style um, or a style that wasn't BJJ, right? <clears throat> because, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I've, I've met people that think that jujitsu comes from Brazil. Well, I think because BJJ became so popular, they they just automatically assume that it does. But yeah, I mean, we all know that that's not the case. Right. But yeah, it's so it was interesting to have uh, Lori on the show, uh, you know, doing his representing. That was, you know what, Rusty? That was the first show we ever had really technical difficulties on. Yeah, it because was. Because she, she's in Canada, and she tried, what was the problem? She tried to Skype in, and it wasn't quite working because we'd never done it before? Yeah, and we tried Skype. Because prior to that, uh, we were actually doing things um, via phone. We uh, One of the ways to, uh, to, to latch on to the Blog Talk radio uh, network was to actually call in. And... Um, and I decided, you know, let's try Skype so that way Sensei Lori could connect that way. And it wasn't working because I, I don't know what, what was going on. You know, I think it asked her to pay. <laughs> I was like, um, shoot, we can't ask her to pay. <laughs> but things have worked out since then. And uh, nowadays, um, I think you can do this. You can do this from a computer or on your phone, you can actually do multi, 
multi-window um, broadcasts. Um, and on your phone, the way to do that is to invite people to, uh, to the show. And when you click on them, you – let me see if I can do this. You um, can see them. Is that the way it works? Yeah, yeah. If you click on them, I I don't know why it's not working right now. But if you click on them, um, you can actually bring a uh, a little window of them onto the feed with you. I did it on. Oh, that's Twitter. cool. Yeah, it's very I did it cool. On yeah. One time with a um, with a gentleman named David Burt, and I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember how it happened, but all of a sudden I was like. <laughs> Oh, and Rusty, I wanted to bring up, remember the thing I mentioned earlier about Holiday in the Park, since we've got him on the line, Don Uh Baird and his school is going to be at the Yumi parking lot doing demos all night, which is going to be very cool and good, and, uh, good, good, hopefully good for business, because he's going to have a lot of exposure that night. Not that Don goes around exposing himself, but he's going to have a lot of exposure that night. How's that, Don? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Um, Joe Franklin writes in, and he says, it's all the young generation that has never followed or trained um, in martial arts until they were exposed to Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, via the UFC. But other than that, they probably never researched the history. Uh, and that was in regards to uh, the subject that we talked about just a little bit ago about the uh, how some people think that uh, jiu-jitsu comes from Brazil. Uh, Don Baird says, good fun ahead. So there you go. Um, some of the other guests <clears throat> that we've had, we've had uh, whip extraordinaire Adam Winrich um, on the show. Oh, what happened? I lost my window. Let's go back. Let's go back. And Don Baird goes, very funny, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Um all right. We've also <laughs> um we've also had subjects such as teaching kids um martial arts and self defense. Um and uh oh that reminds me, um, you know, throughout our our um time over the last five five years, we've added several shows and those shows have, you know, you know, gone, come back, gone, come back. We had a Century Health Talk for a while, and that was hosted by my good friend, Lynn Yancha, who talked about uh, uh, body work and alternative therapies and uh, Tai Chi, Qigong, and just all this other cool stuff about how these alternative therapies, you know, help with uh, athletes and stuff like that. She had that show for about almost a year until she got so busy she couldn't commit to the to the show anymore. Uh, we also had, um, oh, for the life of me, I forgot the name of the show. We had a yoga. The bucket list. We had the bucket list. We had um, April Vidal with the bucket list, and that was a cool show. We miss you, April. We really do. Her show was based on things on her bucket list, not necessarily her bucket list, but things on people's bucket list, and she would bring on people that would talk about in relation to things on the bucket list, like skydivers and that kind of It was the 
but again, we got really busy and couldn't commit to the show. Uh, right. We also added, um, it's not called the Wisdom of Spirit anymore, um, Violet Reiki Radio. Rose Jimenez, who is a Reiki practitioner and a psychic and a medium, he has a show that's still going on our um, our network. So that's pretty cool. We also had a um, uh, motivational and business-related um, show. And it's called, <laughs> I feel like an idiot. But, um, so we've had shows that um, have come and gone. Um, but it looks like Violet Reiki Radio and Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio has stayed on this particular network, Seika Network. Seika, by the way, you guys, the reason why I named this network, Seika Network, uh, was it was kind of a offshoot of my uh, Reiki practice, which was called uh, Seika Healing Arts. Seika means, means sacred fire in Japanese. And so I'm like, oh, we'll just call the whole network Seika Network. We've had Adam Winrich on the show, um, Patrick McDaniel on the show. We've talked about tradition uh, tradition in the martial arts and modern times, marketing in the digital age. We've had um, Hanshi Dan Hecht on the show. We've got Lance, Lana, Lance Pascobillo. How you doing? He's watching. Cecil Peoples is also watching, too. Who happens to be? Cecil. A previous guest. Cecil, says Kat. Say hi, Kat. Say hi to Cecil. <laughs> Cecil, I love you. <laughs> Cecil was a referee when in several of my uh, world title fights. Yeah. Oh, nice. He was Very pretty cool. awesome. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Uh, where were we here? We had a show about women in the martial arts. Um, we talked about uh, other martial arts like the Malama, um, uh, we've had girl Mark White on the show. We we also, um, for a few years, we had a um, a series of shows closer to the Masters Hall of Fame event. So we would take some of the nominees and interview them. Um, and uh, which reminds me, you know how how we started, how that kind of like going, that kind of started us covering events. Like That's that. it. So, Those were our first events were the Masters, yeah. and we would cover them. Of course, now it's video. We would cover them audio uh, yeah. and then post them later uh, you know, during seminars and that sort of thing. But that was the, the start, and, and you want to talk about the events that we have covered? Oh, my gosh. Where do we start? So it, it started I know, right? the Masters Hall of Fame, um, and uh, – Oh my gosh! And then we went to oh gosh, I forgot the. Uh, I think the, the tra- second one was you at Palma. Oh yeah, we did live coverage of the 2013, I think 2013 Palma, and um, we'd covered every one of them since then. No, I take that back. I missed one year. I missed uh, it was 2016, um, but we'd covered every year and. Uh, uh, put out video of some of the seminars that were going on, talked with some of the instructors, and uh, we've been to lots of tournaments, covered tournaments. Oh, yeah. What did we do? We did uh, Bob White's tournament in uh, uh, Huntington Beach, uh, right. Alan Woodman's tournament, Battle for Blood in San Diego. We've done yep. Gathering of Champions two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
what else? But, I'm losing it here. What else have we covered? I'm. <laughs> Let me look through here. Uh, oh, USA the... Hall of Fame, duh. Oh yeah, USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame. Um, what else? We've done all of the a, a lot of the museum martial arts uh, museum oh, events. Oh yeah, the, the the museum events, the potlucks, the auctions, the the uh, what else? The, the telethon we covered exclusively. We were on Facebook Live for twenty four hours covering it. Uh, yeah. We, now we're yeah. getting asked to do events. We're covering a, uh, a, a seminar uh, training camp in March in San Diego, thanks to David Rozak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we, we're also, of course, going to cover the – now it may not be in Fullerton it is next year. It may be in Burbank, the USA Hall of Fame. And one or both of us are going to end up going to – uh, what's it called the, in Munich? The Munich Hall of Honors? Is that what it's called? Yeah. The Munich Hall of Honors, all three of and us. And we've been asked to cover that. Yeah, we've been asked. It was, and it was kind of funny. Let me tell the story on that because that's really kind of funny. Um, I was nominated, and uh, and I went, oh, my gosh, you know, I can't turn this up. I, I can't turn this down, right? I think this would be fun. So I responded, and I said, well... How do we go about nominating other people? And uh, he responded to me, and I went, okay. And I said, well, you know, I have uh, I have a radio podcast show. Uh, if it's okay with you, would it be possible to um, to cover this if I go? And I was speaking to uh, Grandmaster Gregor Hughes of the um, Munich uh, uh, Hall of Honors, <clears throat> and he didn't answer. Instead, he posted straight away that, that we were going to broadcast and join media from Switzerland and the Netherlands and stuff like that to cover this event. And I was like, um, well, looks like we have to go now. <laughs> so I'm going to be saving my nickels and dimes um, to go out there. And, um, and if you can go, Bob, all three of us can broadcast from Unique. I think that would be that would be so awesome. Wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be awesome? You know, we yeah. had um, not going to be our first international broadcast because we had done shows from the Philippines. Uh, I was in the Philippines for a few weeks and we broadcast times from there. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. So, but yeah, folks, we've we've talked about. A lot of, lot of stuff. Uh, Janie says, Gregor is awesome that way. Oh, Janie, did you message me? <laughs> did you hear from Gregor? Um, and uh, Joe Franklin writes, I really enjoyed your coverage of Dragon Fest. Thank you so much, Joe. This is, this is what we need to hear because we want to we get that kind of feedback. Um, people. Not, oh, and there's another one, Rusty. We've covered Dragon Fest the last four years. Yeah, Dragon Fest. We covered the first comeback of Dragon Fest. I mean, how badass is that? Um, and uh, anyway, we've, we've had lots of shows uh, about yoga, women in the martial arts, tradition and etiquette. Um, and uh, you know what I think is uh, neat about this show is that, you know, some shows will talk mainly about just one art, 
you know, be it BJJ or a podcast will talk only about MMA or UFC or something like that. But, you know, we don't care what martial art we're talking about so long as we're talking about martial arts and, and its benefits um, for you and how you use it for your own lifestyle and stuff like that. So <clears throat> pretty cool. Um, and throughout the years, Rusty, you know, we, we, I didn't even think about this when we started. You know, we've had a few of our guests that we've had about three guests that we've had on that have passed away over the years. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad, you know, we had Lindsay, of course. We had uh, Richard Bastillo, mm-hmm. where we oh, interviewed him yeah. just before he passed. And who was yep. the ninjutsu guy that, that passed away? Dan, 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 Dan. Um, I can't remember his name now. I but yeah, we've had three that passed away. We've had some some full pause. We've had some very funny things happen, and uh, <laughs> and the full yeah. the full pause was completely my fault. I didn't know that it was forbidden for the gentleman to talk about it, and I brought I brought up. The fact when we had Superfoot Bill Wallace on the show, I mm-hmm. brought up the fact that he found uh, John Belushi dead. Oh. Do you remember his reaction? It no. was not good. I heard it in his voice and went, shit. I stepped oh. over the line. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> happened. And I was yeah. sorry it happened, but. Yeah, but yeah, we've had all sorts of people. We had Richard Norton on the show, uh, uh, Bill Wallace, Cynthia uh, Rothrod, huh. James. Oh, that was, wasn't that one with with uh, uh, Norton's son, with Richard Norton because he was in Australia. Yeah, that was a yeah. blast. He skyped in, and it just so happened to be our our Sunday brunch show, and the time frame was just perfect. Yeah, yeah. So note to self. If you want to uh, do anything overseas, like the Philippines or, or Australia or whatever, 11 a.m. Pacific time works just fine. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. So, um, Bob, you want to talk a little bit about how we started um, adding in, like, guest co-hosts and stuff like that? Well, you know, I guess it, it happened real uh Real simple, there was one time, and I was still living in the house, that you couldn't make a show. Right. You had, you were traveling or you were doing something that, that you just couldn't be there, and so we made some calls. It was either you, I don't know if it was you or if it was me, because remember, I was, I was driving for those two years in a row for the, for the Hollywood Christmas parade, which falls on Sunday. Oh, right. Yeah, maybe it right? was me. I don't know. I, I think it was, and and we got. I think our first guest co-host was Kimo Kiyoki. Yep. Or what? Yep. And then then oh, wait, it was, was uh, Wayne Riley. What? Yeah. Maybe it was you because I had no idea Kimo was at that point or something. But anyway, yeah, Kimo and then Wayne Riley, and uh, then we brought on Michelle Manu. As Michelle a, Manu. Um, and and a guest, of course, and um, uh, Professor Patrick McDaniel. Um, and then we had people that actually won um, places as a, a guest co-host for a day 
by right. answering. One of them was John Border. Yeah, John Border who answered. Oh, that must have been fun to win that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we used to do that, and uh, I'm thinking of bringing that back because that was really fun. Where you had to be the first caller with the first correct answer, and you were the first one a spot to be a guest co-host, and you got to pick the guest. And uh, and then we brought Cat in in 2000. Sixteen we brought her in as a as a quarterly co host in two thousand sixteen. Yeah. yeah, we brought you in as a quarterly co host. And uh, this year yeah, now uh, an official member of the crew. But <laughs> <Yay. laughs> So we I gotta we, we gotta ask you, Kat. So you know so you know, you get this random random uh, request to be on this radio show. What was, what was your whole take on that? Considering, I mean, I'm sure you, you know, I didn't know whether or not you were going to be all like, <sighs> Oh my God. You know what? Um, I was painfully shy growing up as a kid and then getting into kickboxing, I, I think one of the one of the things that started to pull me out of my shell was I had to I started waiting tables when I was 18. Mm-hmm. Then from there, um, got into martial arts where I had to I opened my first martial arts school at 19. I had to teach and I had to speak to people. Um, but by the time I got into fighting, uh, you know, I eventually learned how to speak to people. So I think if you had asked me any time earlier, I would have said, uh, no, thank you. But um, <laughs> now that I've I've basically found my voice, I, I, I was just delighted. I, you know, I had the time. I, I really enjoyed listening to the show. I enjoyed everything you had to talk about. Um, I was just honored and delighted to be to be asked. So that's how I felt about it. Oh, nice. Right on. Very cool. Yay. So yeah, Kat is an official, an, an official member of the crew, and uh, um, I was thinking that uh, maybe every other show or something, Kat could have her own segment about something, whether it's self-defense or something like that. I kind of want to put that out to our listeners right now. If had a bi- what would they like to hear? Yeah, Cat had a bi-weekly segment, kind of like you know how how uh, Bob and I have like the weird news or the you know health news or whatever. Health what news, you, yeah. Yeah, what would you want to hear Cat talk about? So start typing down there. <laughs> start typing in the uh, um, in the comments there. Um, Bye, Grandmaster Baird. Uh, Don Baird says you that run. It's a very fun show. Thanks for your hard work on behalf of the martial arts. Thank you so much. I get to like. I'm gonna like that. So, what do you guys? What do you guys think? What do you guys want to hear? If Cat had a bi-weekly, uh, uh, or even a weekly segment, what do you guys want to hear about? And go. Everybody's thinking now. I could see everybody thinking, hmm, what could we get Cat cat to talk about? 
<laughs> anyway, let's now. Um, if you guys want to call in and join the party, our phone number is three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. Let me get the uh, let me get the number up here again. So three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. If you want to join the party, give us a call. And uh, when you want to go live with us, if you want to talk to us directly right here live on the air, just press one on your telephone keypad because that will put you in the caller queue. Um, otherwise, um, you can just listen to the show on your phone. But uh, keep in mind, if you press one, we will answer your line. So in answer to what do you want to uh, hear Kat talk about, Angie Bodmancia writes in and she says, everything. <laughs> she says everything. So anyway. Oh, that's awfully nice of her. Yeah. Everything in, in can we be a little more specific? <laughs> <laughs> you got that, Steve Angie? Well, let's get a little more specific. Janie writes yeah, help, in. Help me out, Angie. Yeah, Janie. Um, Janie writes in and uh, she says how she likes coaching versus competing. Well, that's a subject, but we're looking for something that would be regular. Oh wait, wait. Uh, I missed that. What was the subject? Janie says um, how how she likes coaching versus competing. So, you know, oh. that kind of thing. Um, it's a subject that she could talk about for a little bit, but I guess what I'm kind of looking for is a like a like a regular type of a segment like you know kind of like an ask cat i mean what should we call it what do you guys want want her to focus on kickboxing what whatever i mean we could just call it ask cat or whatever <laughs> i don't know we need to write <laughs> that Ooh, we could. Stuff to make this a more uh, well-rounded show hey we've got ernesto rios watching ernesto my uh, hairstylist we back in the day when I was in high school. I don't know if you remember that, Ernesto, but he gave me such a badass haircut. <laughs> yeah, Ernesto. Yeah. So anyway, so he's uh, uh he's uh, he's watching. So again, three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. Press one on your telephone keypad to join the fun. All right, so we're going to open the comments down below uh, for people if they have any questions about the show um, or any one of the three of us or um, about um, how to get their own show. Hint, hint, if somebody out there listening in Facebook land, if you want your own show right here on the Seika Network through blogtalkradio, get a hold of me or get a hold of Robert, and we will hook you up. We will provide all the training for you to, to use the online um, the online um, audio broadcasting board. Um, however, if you want to do Facebook Live, uh, that's gonna you can do that too, but that's kind of a learning curve. Um, and there are ways around it. There's a simple way to do your show on Facebook Live and still hear people, like how we're hearing uh, Bob and Kat. Or you can go to Encoder. Um, I am currently using uh, OBS, Open Broadcaster Software. And uh, I'm looking at uh, using um, 
another platform in conjunction with OBS so that way we can get Cat and Bob's little video squares up on here. And I think that would be kind of cool. Would that be something you guys would be interested in, Bob and Cat? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think so, really yeah. cool. Nice. Okay. Joe. Oh, nice. Angie. Angie, 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 Angie. That's the big name for your segment, Cat. What's that? What is that? It's Angie yeah. suggests. And Angie suggests Cat's Corner. Everything and anything martial arts from beginning to end. <laughs> Cat's Corner with the with the cat in the background meowing. <laughs> <laughs> My little Sarah. I think she likes the idea. Cat's Corner. What do you think? <laughs> that sounds Sarah? so much better than that sounds so much better than Cat's litter box. Cat's litter box. Oh yeah, not Cat's Corner is good. <laughs> what do you think, Sarah? Is Cat's um, Corner a good for, for your? See that? She's, she's she's answering you. Yes. I think she likes right. it. Yeah. So, wait. Anything and everything about martial arts? Yep. Yep. I think Sarah likes it. She's All gonna right. help me. She said. But we're gonna need your guys' help, folks, because um, um, every. You know, we're going to, I don't know, we'll, we might start this next week. Who knows? Um, we're going to need one question. One question from our listeners every week that you'd like to ask. We'll answer that and uh, to the best of our ability, and we'll go from there. Um, and, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, Janie says, I dig it. I dig it. Cat's Corner. <laughs> Cat's Corner. Yeah, anything and everything about martial arts. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because you know. So this is where I would answer a question. Yep, we'll pick one question and uh, we'll go from there. We'll pick one question a week and then we'll then you get to answer it. Nice. And I think that I think that'd be great because yeah, people have heard me and Bob talk like forever, so I think yeah, people. (laughs) Okay. Joe. Joe Franklin writes, I would like to hear Kathy talk about what it takes to get mentally uh, prepared as well as physically when prepping to compete. And Janie says, I will help any chance I get with questions and stuff like that. That'll be kind of cool. So save those questions, folks. So Joe and Janie and anyone else, save those questions and um, write us at the Dynamic Dojo Radio. Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. Message is there, and uh, we will pick a question. We'll try to get to all the questions, but uh, depending on time and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Cat's Corner. There we go. History made right here. New segment added to the dynamic Go Talk Radio. Cat's Corner. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> all right. So with that said, give us a call, folks, 347-677-0699. Ask anything about the show, or if you just want to talk about anything, just write it in the comments below, right down there. What do you all want to talk about? We've got about uh, 40 minutes uh, left to our to our live broadcast here. Um, and Janie says, is that a real cat in the background? Yes, it's a real cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real cat. Let's hear. Let's hear Sarah. Sarah says, "Of course, 
Yeah, yeah. Let's just, she won't say anything now. Oh, <laughs> Talk to her. say something. Say something. She won't know. <laughs> She's like, what? I don't want to say anything. Yeah. To say anything now, now that you want me to perform on cue, damn you all. Um, <laughs> oh, and he has a question What was your most intense show? Wow. Oh, um, what was your yeah. most intense show? You know, let's let's bring Bob out here to to, to, to help me out. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, see, I didn't even see that. See that, but she just threw me under. <laughs> she didn't throw you under. I didn't throw you under. Just help me out. Um, okay, wow. and then as far as a potential argument or uh, someone who's very passionate or a very big disagreement or what quite do you mean by intense? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, I'm just assuming like you know, one that could have been uh, really volatile with with guests or between guests um, and stuff. And uh, April Vidal is on. How you doing, April? We were we were just talking about talking about you a little bit earlier. We were talking about uh, your show, The Bucket List, um, a few years back. And April says there have been some intense ones. And uh, the Legacy Film—that's the name of the other show that I forgot about that was on here. Um, yeah, you know, I I remember the feeling of oh my god, we need to we need to throttle this back. But I don't remember which shows were there. And uh, Tony writes in and he says I remember several of those trolls that you guys destroyed. Those were pretty intense. <laughs> Oh, I know, and I can think of a couple of them, but I don't want to mention any names because I don't want to get the phone call tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? Um, but, no, we had trolls that, uh, you know, just the joke prank prank trolls and stuff like that. And, um, yeah. This <laughs> and then I would destroy them. We also had um, uh, instances where I would call out um scammers for um for martial arts like um i would get um emails or or texts on my phone from from scammers asking if we do you know if we taught martial arts and stuff and i would i would email back and it would just smell of the classic chargeback scam now how this works in a nutshell at least the way i had gotten it was someone would text me or email me saying that they um, that they are um, like hearing disabled or something and they can only do stuff by email. And they want to know if I do private lessons because they have five kids that will be in, the, um, in my area for about three months over the summer or something like that. And they would be getting a ride um, from where they're staying to, to study for the summer. And, um, well, anyway, it, it's, it's always some variation of that. And, um, of course I would give them a price and this and that, and they would say, Oh, great. You know, they'll have a driver and this and that and the other and blah, blah, blah. Well, the way, the way I was getting these texts and these emails, it sounded kind of fishy. So I started researching it. And the way this chargeback scam works is that, um, let's say, I think one guy I said, yeah, you know, the total would be um, 1600 or something like that per month 
for that kind of training, private training for your kids, 1600 per month. And he said, okay, no problem. And uh, uh, the way it would work, and this is how it would work with uh, how it worked with several other schools that actually had to deal with the loss of revenue because of this scam, person in question um, would say, okay, well, um, when my kids get there, they're going to pay you with a cashier's check or something like that, right? Or with a credit card. I think it's with a credit card because it's a chargeback scam. And um, when they when they get to the studio, um, you would get a, uh, an email or an urgent text or something like that that says, oh, my goodness, something uh, – the driver didn't get enough uh, – didn't get a chance to um, – get enough cash or something like that. So some excuse about why the cash or the cashier's check or check wasn't in hand. And they would ask, can you run a card? So you would run, you would run this card um, or something. And then, um, then you would, then they would say, well, my kids would need like, you know, if I paid you for three months, my kids would need, um, a little bit of money. So they would say, can you charge the full amount plus whatever else or blah, 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 and, and they can pull out the cash. Well, it turns out that no matter what you do, you know, you run the card, but because they're asking for cash back or whatever, they get the cash, but their transaction never runs because be credit card or somebody else's credit card with not enough funds on it or whatever. So, you know, uh, basically what happens is the, the money comes out of your bank account because you think you're going to get the funds back, but you don't. So classic charge. Yeah, they do and, that with cashier's checks too. Yeah, yeah. And um, so what, uh, what I told this one guy was, well, I really need to talk to somebody to set up the paperwork. And I'm pretty sure in his head, you know, he's going, oh, my God, I get like 1700 bucks in one fell swoop today or whatever. And uh, and he said, okay, you know, he's probably going to get a, uh, what do you call that? Uh, what do you call that when, when hearing disabled people take phone calls and it gets translated through that type? TDY? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something like, yeah, TDY. And um, I, and he goes, oh, I'll, I'll arrange for that. So we got on the show, and we called the number. <laughs> and I was ready to destroy this person and embarrass this person. I was ready to destroy them. And they didn't answer. I was so upset. Oh. <laughs> uh. April, yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. April writes in and she says, I still want to do that darn bucket list show again. Maybe in 2018. 2018 might be the year to attempt it again on a whole new level. But Dynamic Dojo is informative, fun, and engaging. Congratulations on five years. So much. Thank you. Let's see. Um uh, so proud to call you all friends. You do so much for the martial arts community and others. Three of the most inspiring individuals ever. I cannot describe the level of honor to know you all. Aw, April. Aw, oh, oh, nice. thank you. That's awfully oh, nice my, of you. My, my lips trembling. 
John Lupo writes in and he says, I'd like to take some of these scammers into a back alley and have a few words with them, cracks knuckle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I remember um, it reminds me of a serial rapist we had in town. What? And, Tell us. Yeah, you know, we had a serial rapist. This is when I was lived in Bakersfield. And uh-huh. I would get off work at 11 o'clock at night, and I would literally walk the streets of the area that he was known to be seen and houses that he had broken into to, to rape these women. And I walked uh-huh. those streets, and I walked all the neighborhoods in the area and surrounding area for for weeks trying to find this guy. Oh, Never dang. ran into him. You you literally were hunting for this dude. Oh yeah, I was I was the predator that night and every night that I walked those streets Sweet. hoping to find him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and you didn't find him. Nope, never well, found him. Uh well I guess it'd be lucky for him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. You know, I, yeah, I, I I think that would be lucky for him. So, folks, if you guys want to get on the air and just join us for the remaining part of our show, give us a call, 347-677-0699, Bob, what you doing over there, buddy? What other thoughts about the about the show over the last five years. Oh, God. You know, Russ, we've been through so much in the past five years with, with guests and, and subjects and discussions we've had. <clears throat> what What's always shocked me is, and both of us have thought, have, have thought the same thing, is how can we make this subject last for two hours? And we've always planned on, on closing down early if we, if we stop talking about a certain subject and we've never shut the show down early because we just ran out of stuff to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it never fails folks. You know, we, you know, like, um, which guest was it that actually answered all of our questions that we, that we sent? Um, oh God, that sucked. <laughs> that was real <laughs> Fong. Because he wanted to know, what questions are you going to ask me? I sent him the questions, and he answered them in, 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 one, in one breath. He answered them all in five minutes, and we're, like, freaking out. God bless him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, now what? That makes it so hard to do a show. It was, it was tough, and, and Rusty and I are texting back and forth. What now? <laughs> That's exactly it. It's like, um. What do we do? Help. <laughs> oh, and my we goodness. made it. We made it the whole two hours. Yeah. Yeah. And um but you know, and, and that's uh, and that's the thing in regards to the comment earlier about um a um, casual approach to our show is that you know, because it's a casual approach, we like to to, I guess lead the show just like just like it would be if we all went out to lunch or went out and had a beer or something like that as opposed to 
writing questions down. Now, that's exactly what we started out doing. We started out, you know, with our notes with like, you know, 10 questions, 20 questions or something like that. Um, but we found through the years that, you know, when somebody answers a question, many times you just can't go to the next question because it would be almost a, a complete change of subject. So what right. we would do... It's better but, to yeah. just go organically and go with the flow. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. To, to go with the flow. But we will always start with, how did you get started in martial arts? And we go from there. And if we go off topic right. for a little bit, great. And if we don't, um, there's always something to, you know, to, to fill up the conversation. Uh, Joe Absolutely. Franklin says, yeah. Joe Franklin writes in and he says, I had a scammer call me from Jamaica claiming he was from Publishers Clearinghouse. I called him out on it and he cussed on me and hung up. I texted him and asked if he ever heard of caller ID. He called me back and told me he'd rather scam people for cash than shoot them and rob their pockets. I turned him over to the FBI. Listen, scammers, if you're going to be stupid because you have an anger problem, well, that's probably why you don't have a real job and you're scamming C. Janie, Janie asks, how did you fill the segment? Which segment? The, uh, which segment, Janie? Which segment are you talking about? Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, the uh, – what is it? And Tony writes, thankfully I can be wordy. <laughs> LOL. But, yeah, you know, um, we start with one question at the beginning of the show, and we go from there. And it usually helps when people call in also. So if people call in asking our guest questions, then, you know, that helps too. Um, So just a reminder to our listeners and callers, if you want to call in, um, our phone number is 347-677-0699. Make sure you press 1 on your telephone keypad to be added to the caller queue. So that way we, uh, we know that you actually want to be connected with us live. So 347-677-0699 right there. Right there. All right. So, hey. Now, we have now Rusty, what, what about our, our – we, we have uh, – uh, Shows we have, uh, not throughout the year, but we'll have like a, a Christmas show specifically and talk oh, about yeah. Christmas traditions. And then yeah, we'll we have know. the year-end show where I'll go over a list of celebrities that have passed that year. Like this year, right. I had a lot of celebrities. Like it was, it's funny, it's funny but not in a ha-ha way. That, right. You know, we just lost Fats, Fats Domino not too long ago, a week or so ago. And everybody what? I talked to. Yeah, and oh. everybody I talked to says, "Oh my God, I thought he was dead already." Yeah, yeah. Mandela effect. Too. It's the Mandela right. effect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I knew Fatsa was still alive, but not now. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's uh, let's take a call here really quick. We've got area code six one nine six one nine. You're on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. Who's this? Hey guys, it's Daryl Vital. What? Hey. Hey Daryl. How you hey doing, Daryl? Oh my God. Robert, how are you? Happy anniversary. Why? Thank oh, you. Thanks, my friend. Thank yes, you so yes, much. Yes. So, so this guy on the line right here from the original Karate Kid. That's right. He's the originator. Something like that. 
<laughs> and you know, it, like on YouTube, you know, the fight between you and um and John Lawrence, they say it's the best fight in Karate Kid on YouTube. I kid you not. Well, <laughs> I, I'm honored. I'm humbled, but uh, I wouldn't make that proclamation on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did. <laughs> Somebody did. It was um, yeah. uploaded by L- Lapis Amarillo Congoma. So, yeah. Yeah, as, I, as I recall, that, that clip is in Spanish. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> you you got dubbed, my friend. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, not only not only did I get dubbed because I don't know if you know this, guys, but uh, you know where I get kicked by Johnny, and then they say, "Are you okay, Vidal?" And I say, "I'm okay." That's not even me. That was dubbed by somebody else. So <laughs> when you when you hear, when you hear the Spanish version, they got a they got somebody speaking Spanish saying, "I'm okay." <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yes, I did. So, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm dubbed in multiple languages. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, give us a call, folks. You know, we've got we've got Daryl Vidal, we've got Kathy Long, we got Robert Deal, and me. Daryl, join the party if you want to join the party. Give us a call three four seven six seven seven zero nine nine. Oh my! And April wrote in. April just wrote in, Daryl, and she says in Spanish on YouTube. LOL. <laughs> David Reed is watching. Joe Franklin said, "Oh, cool! Holiday shows would be awesome." Yeah, we call them the uh, holiday party, and uh, we talk about all sorts of stuff. We've had people call in, tell us, telling us how they're going to spend their holidays and what traditions that they follow, and and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, yep, yep. yep. So, Bob, we I think we were still talking about uh, um, stuff that stuck out over the years. I mean, I do I do remember Daryl's show. I think Daryl, you were on two thousand. Yeah, I think you were on in two thousand thirteen. You were like part of like the, wow, like the top. That, that goes <laughs> way back. <laughs> that does. It does. You were a I, I don't realize I was that old. <laughs> you, never, you never realized that the show was that old either. <laughs> I know until I brought it up a couple of weeks ago. We had no clue it was five years. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah and I uh, you know, found out on fun. That's right. I found out on accident because I saw a memory from last year, and it said, you know, hey, we're celebrating our fourth anniversary. And I was like, wait a minute. 2017. <laughs> and there we go. Oh, so Daryl, tell us about yes. your new book. Tell us about your new book since we have you on the line. Oh, my new book. Well, yeah. which one? <laughs> oh, so, I, um, which, well, yeah, I'll tell, tell you. Um, well, I, um, I have several books, they're all on Amazon. But um, most recently, I met a, a gentleman who um, <clears throat> was, used to be a trombone player for Elvis Presley and Frank Sinatra. Oh, okay. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And so 
we were playing in a golf, a charity golf tournament, and I got teamed up with him. His name is Marty Harrell. Um, mm. He's in his mid seven, mid to late seventies, and mm. we're playing golf. And um, he's got all these stories about Elvis and Frank and Dean Martin and you know all these 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 guys from the Rat Pack and and so I I tell him I said Marty you, you've got to write a book about mm-hmm. all these stories and he just says well yeah you know everybody says that but this and that blah 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 so I by the end of the round I said Marty I'm going to write your book so we uh, oh, we got together yeah we got together for probably about ten weeks in a row and. In twenty uh, late twenty fifteen twenty sixteen, we sat down for several weeks, and I recorded all these interviews with him. And I took his stories and I wrote this book. And um, so it's it's on Amazon. It's called Backstage. Uh, the subtitle is uh, um, Behind the Curtains. Hey, there you go. Behind the curtain. Wow, good one, Bob. <laughs> of the twentieth century. Yeah. So somebody's got uh, Amazon up. Yeah, it looks yeah, like, and, and I didn't know this about you, Daryl. It looks like you have eight books. Yeah, I've written quite, I've written a few books. Some of them are in my my professional area, but um, right. I do like to write these. You know, I like I I just I like to write, so um, I'm always looking for another story to write. That's and of awesome. course, what co- what comes up when I when I Google when I search him on Amazon? The Karate Kid, Blu-ray. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Right on. Well, I want to wish you guys a happy anniversary, and I wanted to uh, just get on the show with you guys. Aw, thanks for joining us. Thank party. you. Sure. I'm sure I'll be seeing Yay, you soon at the you. next big event. Nice. Yes, we will see you. All right. Take All care. Right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Take care, Daryl. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Right. Hey, Alan Woodman's on. He says, hey, guys, say hello to Daryl for me. Uh, Daryl, Alan says hello. <laughs> oh, and April says, whoa, look at that handsome dude. His wife just must keep him happy. <laughs> April. <laughs> April Vidal, yeah, the beautiful wife of Daryl Vidal. There you go. Daryl Vidal is the originator of the crane chick in the original Karate Kid and also stunt doubles for Pat uh, Morita for that uh, for that scene on the uh, on the beach, right, Bob? Right on the log. Yeah. On the stump, yeah. rather. Yeah. On the stump, yeah, because you can't have Pat Morita falling and breaking his head during filming. So you know. Daryl said, "I can do that," and he did it. And you know, I uh, you know, and I and I keep. I think we've asked Daryl this, you know, over and over again. We've asked, you know, you know, do did you ever think that the crane kick would be such a such a big thing? I mean, you know, people say karate, and and kids even now go, Whoa, and they do this. <laughs> Well, I have a story for you. About uh, a month and a half ago, we had we we do these things in in Magdalene Park, the Zarian Burbank. We call it movie night. We do it like once a month. Jen, Jenny's really involved with it, and we had a showing Karate Kid. 
Now, when we all went to dinner after Dragon Fest, Daryl was there, and Jenny asked him if he'd come out. Well, it just so happens it worked out really well. He was going to be in the area anyway and stop back. Him and I had dinner, and we show up. Nobody knows at that point who he is when we got there. And mm-hmm. we see all these little kids doing the crane kick. The movie hasn't even started yet. <laughs> I know. I know, right? I mean, it's it's and, such like a such a modern um oh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a word for when uh, something crap. I don't even know how to pronounce. Uh, don't even know how to describe. But uh, we, I think we've asked them time and time again. Did you even think back then that the crane kick was going to be so well known and and like a stereotype almost? For the martial arts, I mean, you know, it's it's so cool. It's uh, iconic. Thank you, thank you, April. Iconic. I mean, just this whoop, <laughs> has been like an iconic move. You say karate, and you know, any any time you know, I have kids come join my school. Have you ever done karate or martial arts before? No, but I know this. <laughs> We love you, Daryl. We love you. And John Lupo says, I couldn't stand the remake um, um, of the Karate Kid. Oh, the Kung Fu one, the one with uh, Jaden Smith. Yeah, Jackie Smith, right. You know, I mean, if it wasn't for Jackie Chan, you know, but the, 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 the way the story was, you know, you know that everyone in the theater was thinking, that's Kung Fu, not karate. What the hell? <laughs> well, right? yeah, they didn't like me much, uh, Rusty, because I went to the actual premiere. They had an actual showing. And I'm I'm like, that's not karate. It's Kung Fu. And it should have been called right. Kung Fu Kid or Kung Fu something. And it's too much like the original. They may have changed yeah. wax on, wax off to putting on the jacket and taking off the jacket. But it's the same premise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Alan Woodman. Hey, Bob. Hey, Alan. Bob and the little master. Hey, Alan. Cat's with us too. So say hi to Cat, Alan. Start typing, brother. Hey, Alan. What's up? What's up, my friend? <laughs> and Tony goes, "Yes, the Kung Fu Kid it should have been called the Kung Fu Kid." Janie Janie writes and says, "I get kids doing the crane kick in my shins." My kid tigers think it's funny as hell. <laughs> okay, I have to right tell the story because, because okay, when I started learning um, a kajakembo based system under Sifu Terry Faircloth, when I got into intermediate rank, I had no idea it was like this. I got into intermediate rank. <clears throat> uh, we have a form called Concentration Six. And one of the movements, I kid you not, let me back up here, looks like this. <laughs> I kid you not. The only difference is, is that we're not standing with the one foot actually raised up off the floor. We're in a flexed key stance, which is um, the same as a cat stance. We're in a cat stance, and then we do this. And then the wings come out, and then we... And then we finish the form. But when I came around when I when I learned that form and they said, Oh, now you turn around, you go like this. I looked at whoever was teaching me the form, one of the assistants, and I went, Are you serious? 
like Karate Kid? Are you serious? And they're like, yeah, that's the Yeah, part. that's crazy. So I'm like, you got to be kidding. So every time we teach that form to, like, to teenagers or whatever, they go, they kind of like smirk. And I go, yes, I'm serious. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's see. Um, I know there was a question a little bit back a ways that we didn't get a chance to answer. Oh, Janie's question um, was, how did you feel the segment with Leo Fong, the one that answered all the questions in 10 minutes? To tell you the truth, I don't remember how we filled the segment. I have we no winged idea. it. We winged it. We winged it. <laughs> we did. We and I think we, we did it by using him in, because he was personal friends with Bruce Lee. He was like Bruce Lee's best friend in the 60s. Right. So we filled it with a lot of Bruce Lee's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we got him to tell stories. Now I remember. We got him to tell stories. And, uh, yeah, that the point. When he started, he, he started talking, bless his heart, I love Leo to death. But I started looking at my notes because everything he said and answering the question on the notes. So I was like this. Text, 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 text. What the hell do we do now? <laughs> what the hell do we do now? Yeah, what the hell do we do now? What should we ask him next? <laughs> okay, now we got to break this down. We only have five minutes left, Rusty. So we yeah. have to break it down. How do we do it? How do we? How have we done what we've done for five years? when we lose content, when we don't have notes, because there have been times when you've been too busy to do them. So I just refer back to my sent mail and, and what do we do? Cause, and you're right. We stopped typing the questions for our guests. We just don't do that anymore. We, we, we don't just do that don't. anymore. Yeah. And to tell you the truth, folks, you know, the way that, me and Bob have done it, and the way, now that you know Cat's on the regular crew with us, the way that we're all, you know, used to doing it, to doing anything, is by the seat of our pants, you know. And we. Oh know my God! The secret's out. Yay! I love that. The secret's <laughs> out. I mean, what What is tough on my end is that I have to deal with stuff like like this, I got to deal with mixers and, and sound and the OBS software and this and that and the other and windows on my laptop and stuff like that. Um, but it's gotten to the point where, I, you know, it ain't nothing but a thing anymore. But, um, but when things happen, like technical difficulties or something like that, we kind of just Fly by the seat of our pants. And you all know out there on Facebook, if you're a martial artist, you have to know how to do that. You have to. <laughs> you know, how the hell are you going to defend yourself if you don't know how to do that? Um, yeah, adaptability Rose, is key in everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rose <laughs> Rose writes, dance, monkey, dance, LOL. <laughs> you just got it. <laughs> Rose Rose says, <laughs> um, oh, hi. Yeah. Oh, 
April says, I think a great show would be the meaning of the gi, colors, styles, etc. Okay, I'll write that down. Um, and Joe, uh, Joe Franklin says the ad is great. It's real. It's exactly it. We wanted to keep this a real show rather than one that was so over-the-top planned and, and, you know, not, as Kat put it, organic, not as organic, not as real, not as um, spontaneous. But and, with uh, that said, we try to keep it structured at the beginning. That lasted about a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see that. The first, the first segment will always remain the same with, you know, rapping and, you know, talking about how everyone's week went and, and uh, a little bit of news and this and that and the other. But when it comes to actual interviews or discussions, we just, we, we go. We fly by the seat of our pants because it is, it is like going out to, to having a beer with uh, with our guests or having lunch with them, and uh, that's how we like to um, how we like to um, be with our with our uh, with our guests. Now, <clears throat> one more question. Oh wait, Rose Jimenez uh, wants to hear about survival tactics. Okay, we'll do that too. Um, Janie asks. So, where do you guys see the Dynamic Dojo show in the next five years? Let's start with Bob. What do you think, Bob? Do oh, I don't know. It? I didn't think we'd... I, 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 I wasn't sure we'd, go, we'd make it this long because there are so many, sub, just so many subjects, so many guests we can have. Uh, we're just going to keep changing, keep plugging forward. Uh, yeah. Things are... We're just going to let things... Happened, you know, we've added our paparazzi on the street. We've added cat. We've added different segments that, that we do. Now we're adding another new segment uh, by, you know, biweekly. Uh, we're just going to keep plugging like we have for the last five years. Yeah, we're going to keep plugging along. Um, what I'd like to see, what I'd like to see with the show, and uh, we're going to go off the air on Blog Talk Radio, but we're still going to be recording right here on Facebook Live, so don't worry, folks. If you're on Facebook Live, you'll be able to hear it, but if you listen to the archive show, the audio show on Blog Talk Radio, it's going to cut off in about one minute. <laughs> so, anyway, but right here on the video, we're still going to keep recording. Um, what I'd like to see in the next five years, at least on this end, my end, is a better... I'd like to upgrade the equipment for broadcast, I'd like to get a dedicated power uh, computer, desktop computer, just for broadcast. That's it, just for broadcast. I'd like to go um, double or even triple monitor, um, bigger mixer, um, and uh, maybe even upgrade um, our microphones and stuff like that as we go through the next five years. I mean, you know, we can. No, we just need to put it out there. Yeah. Yeah, and you have to put it out there and and make it happen. Definitely, and you know, and it has happened that way over the last five years. I mean, we we may do with calling on the phone and earbuds and stuff like that, and um, we started with we did that for a year, earbuds and and calling the Blog Talk Radio Show on the phone, and then. we decided to do Skype and then we decided to do correct, uh, direct connect through blog talk radio to kind of make the sound quality a lot better. I decided to 
get a better mic, and then I decided to get a studio mic and decided to get a mixer <clears throat> and um, a faster laptop. But now what I want to do is I just want to get a dedicated power desktop computer just for that. And when we do um, uh, um, outside events and stuff like that, to have a, um, an, another laptop to be able to do that. Um, Joe Franklin says, I will advertise your show on my Facebook page. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. If you guys... You know, um, we, we've got another caller. Do you know who it is? Any guesses? Um, I've got a guess because I looked it up under my contact, so I know whose number it is. Okay, then go ahead and answer. <laughs> no, I don't know who it is. Go ahead and answer. And so Bob. let's bring him on. Alan! <laughs> I was wondering when you suckers why you got to get around to answer the phone. Hey, <laughs> how you doing? Hey, guys. Hey, congratulations, hey, partner. That's a big thing, man. You, you know, you guys are awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I, I miss you guys a lot. Kathy, nothing but love and hugs and kisses to you, sweetheart. Oh, thank you, Ellen. I appreciate that. I miss you guys. You guys all. You guys. You guys got to come to Vegas, all right? Vegas. Yeah. Is that where you are now? Yeah, that's where I've been living the last few years. Yeah. Ah, Vegas. Well, okay. I got good friends in Vegas. Well, you yeah, got one more do. now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I. I. When I said y'all, I didn't mean Bob. Just the ladies. Bite <laughs> <laughs> me. No, no. <laughs> Okay, Bob. That's a very sexist yeah, okay. you comment can, there. No, you can you can um uh, you can come. I, I I've got an extra room for Bob, no worries. <laughs> hey, hey Ellen, April says says hello. She goes, Oh my god, Alan, tell Alan I said hello. April, hello. big kisses. Yeah. Um some other some other messages are coming through because 'cause we've only got a few minutes left. Um Angia Bodman Sia. Or wait, let me back up here a little bit. I said uh, Auntie, could, Auntie could come to Vegas with you. Yes. We'll just have a party. That's right. I got lots of room out here, guys. You guys are always welcome. Nice. Yay, April says, thank you. April says, All I right. think you should have a dynamic dojo big gala for the 10-year anniversary. <laughs> I tell you what, when we get to 10 years, I'm serious. We're having a serious party. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Absolutely, we need I, to. Yeah, I will. I will. We have to get like, all three of us together and make sure that that happens. That we actually have a party or something like that. Um, April April suggests a fundraiser for Dynamic Dojo uh, for New Year's and April uh, Angie Abadman says, "Hey guys." I'm driving off to the strip. I got to see you guys later. I love you all. Okay. Peace. Miss you all. You guys come anytime, all right? All right. Okay, all right. Take care. Be good. Bye. See ya. Okay. Bye. And Ted Mattingly says, live broadcast from the island of Hawaii. Much aloha. Ted, get us down there for some reason. I would. We would love to come down to Hawaii to do a live broadcast and have you on the Ted, show. please. Please, please, do this. <laughs> we could even like, we could even like, um, 
uh, do something in conjunction with like some type of a, a healing retreat or something like that. You know, Ted Mattingly is a is a Ling Chi and uh, Reiki uh, healer over there. Ling Chi is the the Chinese uh, version of it, which I do as well. I do a a, a variation called Kisi Galing, which is the Filipino um, aspect of the um, uh, Filipino healing arts or energy arts, I should say. And uh, but let's do that, Ted. Let's let's broadcast from Hawaii. Bob let's go. do that. I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. I'm Ted all over that. On. Ted says you're on, dude. Get with us and let's plan this. Ted, brother, let's yeah. do this. Let's put together some type of a healing retreat seminar or something for whatever we can invite yeah. a bunch of people. Travel down to Hawaii. We can all do our it. healing arts. Yay. Yay. And uh, then we would broadcast from there and practice martial arts. And it, it'll be cool. It'll be awesome. And we will drag Bob down no matter what's going on. We're dragging Bob with us. Come on, Bob. You can go to Hawaii. Yep. You got to go, Bob. You got to go, gotta man. Go. That's right. <laughs> got to go. I want to go. And Angie says, sign me up. Angie Abad says, sign me up. Girl, if we can get to Hawaii, you got to go. You got to go, Angie. Yep. And, uh, yep. Right a Hawaii-bound healing and drinking. That's what April says. Now starts the real show. (laughs) (laughs) Now that we're off. After we've had a few uh, Mai Tais. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, or, you know, after we're off the air. Uh, audio for for the official audio on Blog Talk Radio, we can really like you know do whatever. But you know what? That's never stopped us before on regular no. audio. Okay. Stuff like that. And Ted Mattingly says Bob in a grass shirt and a grass skirt. <laughs> no. You don't want to see that. <laughs> Aloha shirt for for. Uh, for Bob, that's for sure. <laughs> Anyhow, so we are we're going overtime. Um, oh, Rose is saying I'm already working on it with a Hawaii connection of mine. Rose, you must go. Rose, you, you got to go, Rose, for sure. You got to go if we if we if if uh, we and Ted and stuff like that plan this healing retreat, girl. Let's let's do it. So, Rose. Jimenez, meet Ted Mattingly from Hawaii. You guys should friend each other. Seriously, you guys should friend each other. <laughs> and uh, we'll uh, do that all week. Angie goes, we what's his name again? Ted Mattingly, He's the guy I told you about. The cool dude. Got it. Hawaii. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Janie Larkin Miser says, uh, no coconut bra for Bob, please. <laughs> Oh boy, we'll get him drunk and put one on him. (laughs) There's a there's a joke in there about my coconuts, but I won't say. And Tony goes, let that go. We Tony goes, we would never unsee that. Ted says, let's do it. So yeah, Ted, friend friend uh, Rose Jimenez up um, up above a little bit in your comments below. He's a Reiki uh, practitioner also, and a medium and a psychic, and I think you guys would get along just great. So anyhow, we are running out of time. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, Blog Talk Radio is not recording um, 
so much anymore as it is just giving us audio, but it will eventually kick us off. So, <laughs> so anyway, folks, um, see, I'm already working on it with a Hawaii kick connection of mine. Right on. Uh, April says, I could make a better comment about Bob's coconuts, but I'd better refrain. <laughs> yeah, good choice. Yep, and April and Daryl, you know, go out to Hawaii, you should come out too. Dude, we could make this a, a, the biggest martial art party we could. Let's do this. Let's do it. So, Ted, you're on. Let's see if we can, like, yeah, figure something out on how to do this. And I don't know about anything over there as far as venues or hotels that we could hold something at, but I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool. Anyhow, um, let's go to Bob and Kat for some last words before we end the show. So what do you think, Bob? Five years? Five years. Here's another five. That's right. Kat. Woohoo! Five more years. Ten more years. Twenty more years. Let's do it. Right on. Look at all these people that are now commenting that we're coming off the air. April goes, how much for the tower you need? Oh, girl, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And Ted goes to Big Island. I haven't done any researching yet. I'm just saying this is where I want to see the show go. You know, this is just where I eventually want to see the show go. I really haven't researched any uh, desktop towers that will run really fast and can give us, like, uh, a good quality HD video and stuff like that. I need something. Hey, we got to talk to Scott. He'll, I bet he'll know. Yeah, or he, you know build one for us or something. Robert Redfeather says, hello, we love you. Yay. Hello, Robert Redfeather. Robert Redfeather. Texting my fighting. Bad ass. Anyway, we couldn't have gone this far without you out there in Facebook land. All our loyal listeners and, and viewers over the years, we couldn't have done it without you. You know, 77,000 listeners, we couldn't have done it without you guys. So, you know, here's to the next five years. <laughs> so anyway, this is uh, me and Bob and Kat. And we're out of here. Bye, everybody. Good night, Bob. Bye. Good night. Good night. Love you. Good night. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you all. Let's